Welcome to the Social Strategy Mum podcast, episode 21. And today we are talking all about the power of the pivot. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Social Strategy Mum podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Partridge, and this is our time to talk all things social media for mums in business. Let's grow your impact and your income whilst juggling the reality of mum life. Ready to get into it? Let's go. Well, hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Social Strategy Mum podcast and live show. I am Caroline Partridge from Social Strategy Mum and I am super, super excited to be here with you for another episode. Today is a solo episode. It's just me, but I am looking forward to getting back into some interviews over the next few weeks. What I wanted to talk to you about today is the power in the pivot. And this is something that I have done in both of my businesses over the last few years, uh, and that is pivot. (laughs) But I realized in chatting with people over the last week or so since the close of my last launch that I am doing something that is instrumental in building my business and moving my business forward. And it has to do with pivoting, but I found out and I was surprised that a lot of people are not doing this particular thing. And so I wanted to share with you today what it is that I'm doing that is helping me to pivot and to move my business forward and to make sure that I'm always, um, you know, on the up. Uh, and moving forward with the business itself and serving my clients, which is what this is really going to come down to. So every time I launch anything for the last couple of years, uh, I have been really, really careful to make sure that at the end of my launch, I really do get an objective and helpful sense of what was amazing about the launch and what maybe didn't go the way that I'd planned or the way that I'd expected. Because as far as I'm concerned, there is no such thing as failure. We're just learning lessons. And part of learning lessons is actually taking that opportunity to see what's worked and what hasn't worked. And maybe where there's some tweaks or some pivots that we could make in order to exponentially grow for next time. The number one thing that I do in order to get that information, and this is what I found out lots of people don't do, is I chat to as many people as possible who were plugged into my launch but did not buy. Now, I do this in the form of sending an email to people and a bit of a survey type thing, but I take it a step further and I actually reach out personally to people who I know have been particularly engaged through the launch but didn't end up buying whatever my offer was. And so I do this via Messenger. Um, I do this via email, like personal emails to people Um, I have lots of little ways that I get in contact with people and I actually say to them, Hey, I know that you're engaged. You were part of the launch. There must've been something about this that felt like it was going to be worthwhile, but you didn't buy. 
And so I'd love to know why you didn't buy. And I don't know what it is, but I'm wondering if for some business owners out there, they kind of don't want the answer or they're scared of the answer or of what they might find out from the answer and then what that might mean for moving their business forward. So I think it's really important to make sure that we always have in our mind what are the general industry norms for conversion rates, okay? Because so often when I talk to business owners, they're like, oh, my launch was a total fail. But when we go through and actually look at the numbers, it wasn't a fail at all. In fact, they maybe didn't sell as many units as they were hoping to sell purely because they didn't have as big a list maybe or as many people in their audience as they needed in order for that to actually be a realistic number based on conversion rates, okay? But what I'm talking about here is then going in and chatting to those people who didn't buy to find out why they didn't buy, okay? Listening to those answers and not just the surface level of those answers like, oh, I didn't have the money or I don't have the time or one of those answers, which are the key objections that everybody hears in launches, but really digging into what it is that they didn't think was worth the money or what it is that they didn't think was worth the value, you know, the time, for example. And the reason that we want to be doing this is because so often it comes down to the way we are creating our offer. It can be how we talk about our offer, how we position our offer, how we explain the features of our offer, or how we explain the benefits of our offer. Now, the features are the physical things, coaching calls, weekly modules, Facebook group, etc. The benefits are the transformation that they get from going through the program, the outcomes that they get from going through the program. What is those intangible things that are going to be created by going through a program, for example. And what we need to really understand from the people who didn't buy is where we missed the mark for them. Okay, it won't be the same for everybody. And some people might say that we missed the mark in one particular place and for other people, that was what made them buy or that was the most important part of our offer. But we really wanna delve into where we missed the mark for different people. See, in this last launch, I went into the launch with absolute certainty in my process because I have used my four-step process for simple social uh, strategy with VIP clients. I have used it with my social strategy foundations, ladies from 2019. I know that this process works. It helps them to build their social media presence. It helps them to simplify their social media strategy and reduce their overwhelm. And in the process, it helps them to grow their business because their social media is effective and building their impact and their income. But what, I, what happened in this launch was that despite my certainty in the process, there was an interesting outcome when it came to the way that people wanted that process delivered. So I delivered it VIP and I delivered it in the group coaching setting and I knew that both of those aspects worked. 
But what quite a few people came back to me and said was, well, actually the group coaching delivery style doesn't really work for me for X, Y, and Z reason. Now for some of them, that was just their excuse for not buying. And really what they were telling me was I hadn't uh, been able to convey to them the value of the group coaching setting. But for some of them, quite honestly, there were time and money situations that made them think that this wasn't the right time for them to jump in. And actually, there were quite a few people that came back and said, it's not never, it's just not now. And so what this has enabled me to do in my business is a slight pivot. And that pivot still sits in that certainty in my process, but it's a change in delivery style. And it's not for everyone. Some people want the group coaching, some people want the VIP. But I also found that there was this group of people who were looking for a change in delivery mode that didn't have a couple of hours each week to be able to necessarily give to the program that maybe didn't want to move through the program at the pace that the group coaching was going to move through the program or that there were pieces of the offer that they knew they really, really needed, but other pieces that they didn't. So certainty in the process, but change in delivery is the ultimate pivot that I am making as a result of this launch. In the end, there is not a huge difference between what I offered and what I'm offering on a downsell type offer now off the back of that launch. But those little differences are in response to the feedback that I got from people who were super highly engaged in the launch process but did not end up buying. And so I want to challenge you to make sure that every time you launch anything, whether it's a product, a course, a new service, whatever it is, as you move through that launch process and the launch comes to the close, you need to do a couple of things. Firstly, you need to stop and take some time because these kinds of launches, they are full on. Now, I'm lucky because I have developed a process for how I do my launches. So they don't feel as full on as they used to feel. And that has come from over two years of launching things, both in my first business, Aussie Allergy Mum, and in this business. I now have my process for how I do it. And I have my email scripts and my social media post ideas and my landing pages set up and all of those kinds of things. So they're getting easier, those launches, but they're full on physically and mentally full on. And so every time you do a launch, you need to just stop. You need to take some time afterwards, take a beat, take a breath, take a moment, celebrate the amazing wins, which was what I was doing last Tuesday. I was on a massive high. Take that time, have that celebration, have that bit of a rest, and then talk it through with your mentor with your business bestie uh, journal it out if that's the way that you like to do it that's totally up to you for me I'm a talker in case you don't already know 
And so uh, after my launch finished, I had a coaching session with my amazing mindset coach, Anthea Cutler, and I chatted through the launch to her and, and talked about what had worked really well and what hadn't worked really well. But once you've taken a moment to rest, you really do need to analyze those things and have a look at what's going on and then take the opportunity to talk to people and find out why they did buy or why they didn't buy, most importantly. Don't knee-jerk reaction. Don't suddenly just be heading down one path and all of a sudden, whoop, we're going down a different path on a completely different pivot because not as many people bought as you thought were going to buy. But sometimes you do need to make that little pivot and talking it through and having the time to really strategically and objectively analyze the results that you got and glean the information from people who didn't, didn't buy will give you the opportunity to see where the tiny tweaks might need to happen, where the small pivots might need to happen in order for you to be offering people what it is that they want and conveying to them the level of value that you need to convey in order for them to want to buy in to whatever it is that you are offering. So you take some time, then you talk it through or journal it out, no knee-jerk reactions, but get really honest about what you can be doing to just level that launch up for that next time. Make the pivots that you need to make strengthen the pieces that were awesome. If you're like me, have complete certainty and confidence in your process, but slightly pivot the mode of delivery based on the feedback that you're getting from people. But what I want you to know is that pivoting is super, super powerful as long as we are doing it from a place of increased understanding of how we can have an impact and an income in our business. All right, so we're pivoting, we're learning from our people, we're taking the opportunity to really have a moment after a launch because it is full on, and then move forward into even more amazingness. I wanted to talk with you about that today because I don't think there's enough people out there that are actually talking about launches and what we do after the launch that makes the next launch even more successful. And I didn't realize until I started talking to people over the last week that so many people don't go back and ask people why they didn't buy. They just move on to the next one, kind of like they're squashing that down and not wanting to think about it. And in the end, that is where the gold lies in order for you to be able to move your business forward. Alrighty. I hope that that is some useful food for thought, particularly for those of you out there who are already launching or thinking of launching. Or maybe you've started a business and now you're feeling like maybe you need to make a bit of a pivot. There is nothing wrong with pivoting as long as we're doing it from a place of truly understanding how we're going to serve moving forward. Alrighty. I'm going to leave it there. That is episode 21 of the Social Strategy Mum podcast and live show. The power is in the pivot. Thank you so much for joining me. Just let me let you know before I go 
that if you want to be part of my amazing pivot off the back of this most recent launch and find out more about the Social Strategy Mom membership, which is my low cost monthly membership that allows you to come in and get access to all the core modules of my trainings, monthly coaching calls, monthly content creation calls, and a Facebook group to be there and support you along the way with lots of other ladies who are doing business just like you are, then make sure that you head somewhere around this video or audio and click the link. It is socialstrategymum.com slash membership and find out all about that amazing offer. Until February 29, if you jump in and join us, you will get yourself a short coaching call with me one-to-one where we will set some amazing aligned goals for the next 60 to 90 days in your business so that you can grow your social media impact, uh, social media strategy and the impact and income of your business together. Make the most of that opportunity. It's only available until Feb 29. I would absolutely love to see you inside. And for now, I'm going to say goodbye and I'll see you next week for episode 22. All right. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Social Strategy Mum podcast. For more, make sure you hit subscribe and head to socialstrategymum.com. See you next week.